Seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy, and find grace to help in time of need. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, Christ the Lord ascended into heaven. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Vanity on page 4 of the booklet available in the chat bar. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 15 on page 357 and 108 on page 479. Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest upon thy holy hill? Even he that leadeth an uncorrupt life, and doeth the thing which is right, and speaketh the truth from his heart. He that hath used no deceit in his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and hath not slandered his neighbor. He that setteth not by himself, but is lowly in his own eyes, and maketh much of them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointeth him not, though it were to his own hindrance. He that hath not given his money upon usury, nor taken reward against the innocent. Whoso doeth these things shall never fall. Psalm 108 O God, my heart is ready, my heart is ready. I will sing and give praise with the best member that I have. Awake, thou lute and harp, I myself will awake right early. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is greater than the heavens, and thy truth reaches unto the clouds. Set up thyself, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above all the earth. That thy beloved may be delivered, let thy right hand save them, and hear thou me. God hath spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice, therefore, and divide Sechem, and mete out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom will I cast out my shoe. Upon Philistia will I triumph. 
Who will lead me into the strong city, and who will bring me into Eden? Hast not thou forsaken us, O God, and wilt not thou, O God, go forth with our hosts? O help us against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do great acts, and it is he that shall tread down our enemies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we begin at the fourth chapter of the, of the book of the prophet Micah. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. Many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples, and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But everyone shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. For the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all people walk each in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. In that day, says the Lord, I will assemble the lame, I will gather the outcast and those whom I have afflicted, I will make the lame a remnant, and the outcast a strong nation. So the Lord will reign over them in Mount Zion, from now on even forever. Here endeth the first lesson. Today I'm on page six. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, Help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. 
have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here we begin in the 31st verse of the 8th chapter of the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him who also freely gives us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that like as we do believe thy only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so we may also in heart and mind thither ascend, and with him continually dwell, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. 
O God, who art the author, peace, and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We're now in the season of ascension uh, that runs from yesterday. Last Yesterday was ascension day, and, and the season of ascension has sort of two themes that it, it revolves around one, you know, Christ now in heaven for us, interceding for us and ruling over the world, the enthronement of Christ and his his intercession. And then the season of ascension has the, the theme of also praying and waiting for the Holy Spirit to come, because if you read Acts right after Jesus um, ascended, uh, the, the disciples went back to the upper room and prayed and waited because Jesus said, wait until the spirit comes so it's a season of anticipation for pentecost which is a week from sunday our lessons today and and so therefore during the ascension tide our lessons will have these sort of special lessons that focus on these aspects of christ ruling and and um the the unique themes of the ascension uh it comes out of the normal sequential lectionary and today we have a lesson from micah 4 which is interesting because it's almost uh the exact same wording as a passage Isaiah chapter two, two, two through four, both say that the mountain of the Lord's house will be exalted and all nations will will flow to it and, and the law will go forth. <clears throat> and this um, connects to the ascension because it, it presents the exaltation of of God in in spatial terms. There's a mountain that people flow to and the law goes to Jerusalem. And it's, it's actually sort of interesting if you if you it, it shows the the inadequacy of the mere of the mere spatial analogy uh, analogy even to fulfill what it says because if Jesus were literally just in exalted in physical Jerusalem, all nations wouldn't fit. <laughs> In Jerusalem, it's a, you know geographically. So the idea of the ascension is is Jesus is exalted to a place. I think as Father Hayden said very insightfully, he is somewhere, but the but the, the 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 location of his rule we can't understand it in terms of it's ten thousand miles out in space or it's you know up on the top of this mountain. It's it's a location that has a dimensional reality to to it beyond our grasp. But we ascend when we go to in prayer. We we go up to the mountain of the Lord in a certain sense. And the best image for what we do, you would you would find in Revelation chapter five, where you see um, Saint John is called to in Revelation four to come up here, and he sees in in the very presence the throne of God, and he sees one of the one of the um, images he sees is the, is the twenty four elders around the throne. And this is how we, this represents the church ascending with Christ and, and, and being in the very presence of, of God with Christ. Um, this is picked up in a passage in Ephesians where it says that 
that, that God has raised us up with Christ and made us to sit in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So positionally, because we are in Christ, in his body through the spirit, we, we, we are with him where he is, but as a movement in prayer, when we come to prayer, we, we ascend to the Father through the Son in the Spirit. We go to the place where he rules. And, and so we, 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 that's how we all, all nations can, can ascend, can go to the mountain of the Lord and, and get justice from, from God in Christ because the access is open and it's not limited by how many people can fit on a small mountain at one time. It's, it's all around the globe, everybody can come to Jesus, uh, which is the kind of dimensional reality of the ascension. And the, the Romans passage this morning, it picks up this legal aspect of what Jesus has done because to really understand his redemption in biblical terms, we have to understand the idea of justification, that the point of the Old Covenant was sin separated Israel, you know, humanity from God. God made a covenant with Israel as a way of, of that Israel could come back into connection with God. And the Old Covenant had all these sacrifices, these things you had to do to account for the fact that sin created separation. And the failure of the Old Covenant, because of Israel's unfaithfulness to it, resulted in a situation where Israel was not justified. In fact, they were kicked out of the land. And even though they came back to the Promised Land and had a, a, a physical location in Jerusalem, the consciousness in the first century in the New Testament among the Pharisees and everyone else is we need to do something to get to, to vindicate Israel because this isn't working. And the Pharisees the answer was, you all need to keep the Torah because if we all do this, then God will see us and vindicate Israel and finally judge in our favor over and against the nations will be vindicated. And um, what that preeminent Pharisee, St. Paul, discovered on the road to Damascus is that was the wrong understanding. What the right understanding is we can't be vindicated by our efforts to keep it. But Jesus came on behalf of Israel to um, fulfill the Torah and the resurrection and specifically the ascension is his vindication that he restores humanity to connection with God, because remember this this rule that is is assumed in the ascension must be understood in terms of Genesis. Adam was given dominion over the creation. He lost that by sin. And now Christ, having been faithful to the covenant, has now been restored. So in Christ, uh, man, Adam, the new humanity, is now he, Jesus has dominion over all nations. He's been, it's been restored. And we in Christ are therefore restored to, to that original human fellowship with God, where we can live in communion with God and, and we are vindicated in him. And our vindication comes not because we are zealous to keep the law, but because our sins are forgiven. And we come to God in Christ the Spirit, having been washed of sin, and now we're free. We can we can just come into the holy of holies and and you know and and talk to God. And that's and that's what Romans is picking up up on is you know who 
who will bring a charge against God's elect? We, we're, we're, we live in Christ right before the throne of God in heaven in that image of Revelation 5. You know, what, what, what can separate us? Uh, Christ, we're in Christ ascended. We have the spirit, which is wherever we go, we can't get away from it. There's a psalm that says, you know, if I, uh, um, I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go to the depths of the sea, you're there. I, you, nowhere can we, can we actually go away. So, so that vindication, that presence of God with us in all things. And this is, of course, the, the really profound point of prayer. We certainly have power to intercede and ask God to do things that we need in life. But the really more profound point of our prayer is no matter what happens to us in life, we are in Christ and we have life that is eternal. Nothing can separate us, not life nor death or principalities or powers can separate us from love of God. And that's the freedom we have to serve as a result of what Christ has done. So that we, we and this is, this is how the Christian life turns around the futility of old humanity where we're trying hard to to get right with God but we can never quite get there that you know the Pharisees thought they could get there but there was all this hypocrisy we now come to God in Christ the Spirit are cleansed from sin and then we go out from that encounter as witnesses in the world because we're free we're being restored to fellowship with God and this is why life always must begin the Christian life always must begin in prayer and result in service. And that's why, that's why we live a life of prayer. We're always returning to the mountain to, to, to renew our justification, to be you know cleansed of whatever we might have picked up, then to go out and be witnesses and to serve with joy. And that's, that's really the, the thing that we should focus on is because of the status we have, there should be a joy and peace that attends to our, our approach to life because the primary issue that, that, that handicapped Humanity, the relationship with God has been solved, and we're now free to, to um, we're justified, we're now free to serve God in, in, in life. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of the gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and redeem them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, kiddos. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Maybe the sun will come out. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.